Welcome, beautiful you, to Girl on Her Moon, the podcast. My name is Jordan and I invite you to join us as we connect, share our experience and become one for a moment. From topics like self-worth, creativity, expression, intuition and soul, to astrology, numerology, tarot, energetics and more. And then the topics that are undefinable and ungraspable. Exploring what it means to be alive, to be rooted in both our divinity and humanness, and returning to the space where they are one. Thank you for being on this journey with us. Hello beautiful, welcome into the portal of time and space that this episode sits in. Welcome to a journey that we're taking together, a frequency that we're entering into a field of exploration with sacred words and deep rememberings, or at least these are always my intentions as I sit down to record an episode. After um, some really beautiful feedback from the last episode, which I am so eternally grateful for, you know, to get to swim in and explore energies and, and dynamics and different perspectives of what it means to be alive and then to do my best to find the words like a puzzle piece and put them together to grasp that energy, that frequency or that experience. To then have those words resonate with so many others is easily one of the most nourishing things for my heart. And so receiving feedback of resonance um, or gratitude, it means so much to me and thank you so much for, for being a part of that. Following up on a fortnight ago, <laughs> it doesn't feel like a lot, of ch- a lot has changed. It feels like there is such an awakening of like rebirth that's present right now. When I was creating for the month of March in our membership, I just kept getting this sense of it's a month to rebirth ourselves into this new world. And that rebirthing isn't ever one-dimensional. It's the death as much as it is the birth. It's the falling and the rising, the surrender and the blooming. It's the discomfort of meeting one's edges with the absolute bliss of being blasted beyond those edges. March astrologically, energetically, is a really big month and you'll probably hear that a lot if you follow different astrologers or intuitives. It's a big month in astrology. It's also the equinox, it's also the astrological new year, it's also the beginning of a new cycle in numerology too. And I've been playing recently with something that I was exploring a lot a few years ago, which is this idea that astrological events or times that can feel like rapid expansion or healing or journey into the shadow, the times where it almost feels like energy speeds up, time speeds up, frequency gets higher and there's no way forward but through, but through transformation. What I used to think about a lot is these times being a response to both our readiness and our asking of them. Just as a book of deep remembering and impact 
meets us as a response to our asking or as a response to our intention to remember or learn more about whatever subject. It just, we hold the intention and it shows up. Just as teachers, insights, experiences, they all meet us on our path in response to our asking. Perhaps astrological events and any other major energy energy shifts also arrive in this response to our asking and to our readiness. Yet, simultaneously, if we zoom out further, this idea kind of becomes obsolete on another realm of existence because we're reminded that we are one with these planets. We are one with the movement of the moon. We are one with the astrological shifts taking place and therefore we're one with the energy influxes that meet us. And so to see us just on the receiving end kind of becomes obsolete. We're both the creator of divine timing and the participant living within it. We are both all that is and the performer playing within the playground of all that is. So could we exist both on the creation and on the receiving end of these shifts taking place? Creating this month's waves of expansion and change because we are ready and receiving this month's wave, waves of expansion and change because we are ready. And I, you know, as I explore this, I see that perhaps both exist, um, just on different kind of frequencies of reality or frequencies of existence. We also have, this is exciting for people around my age, we also have Saturn moving into Pisces this month, next week actually. And I'm really curious and excited about this because this will be the beginning of my Saturn return. And if you're somewhere between 27 to 29, I believe, you'll also be stepping into your first Saturn return. Um, And we're going to do an episode with Issa on this. So keep your ears tuned for that. Something that I wanted to explore today is the nature of creation. The very nature of creation invites us to continually meet our edges and move beyond them because creation is bigger than us. And for us to hold and express creation into the world, we must become bigger than what we currently are. And when I say creation, it can mean so many different things. It can be the self that is fully realized and whole this higher and vaster expression of ourselves that is guiding us. It could be creating a business or engaging in the constant creation of business. It could be creating art, making art. It's any moment of expression and experience where we are being taken beyond what we currently are. Creation will always ask you to move beyond yourself. And to do so, to really be surrendered to something vaster than the self that we're aware of means dying over and over to who we thought we were. Because who we thought we were couldn't possibly match up to the expansive nature of creation. It couldn't possibly reach as far and wide as deep as we're being taken by life, by soul, by God, by source. 
Not when we're fully devoted to this force of divinity that is always moving and shifting and evolving that in this moment we're calling creation. In any moment that stretches you, even if it's a conversation, maybe it's travel, it's some kind of leap of faith, maybe it's moving locations, taking a different job, maybe it's saying no, maybe it's creating a course or a business, these experiences these bodies of art and these steps that you are birthing into the world are also rebirthing you. It's this beautiful symbiotic, like both stretching and expanding at the same time because they are bigger than you and you've got to expand to meet them. Any moment in which you're expanding beyond yourself, you are creating. You are literally bringing more into reality through yourself You're adding something into what was not there before. And I was thinking a lot about my journey with Girl on Her Moon and I think that anyone with a business especially will probably relate to this a lot, but I think that this perspective can be applied to like anywhere. Because of how engaged and how much I'm in this deepening devotion with the living breathing art that I call my business, it is constantly asking me to become more. And to do so, I have to meet the death of myself over and over. I have to meet the shadows. I have to meet the fears. I have to meet those edges and see that I don't actually exist within this boundaried self that I thought I did. That those edges that we're being guided to, we don't actually stop there. They aren't the edges. We just thought they were. And it can be really uncomfortable to meet them and to surrender beyond them. But that doesn't mean that they stop there. It doesn't mean that they're at like an edge of a cliff. They're perceived edges. And they're not your edges either. If we expand far enough out, I don't think any of us have any edges. (laughs) We are so vast and all-encompassing. And you are far beyond the structure that you're currently living within. And that doesn't mean anything inherently positive or negative because I don't think we will ever, ever meet the full possibility and expression of our true nature. For to be human is literally to take something limitless and boundless and place it within limits and boundaries. But that's what's kind of exciting. You're always more than you believe you are. There's always more to discover about yourself. There's always more to stretch into. You're always far beyond what you currently believe you are. And I think that growth or expansion or healing or insert your own new age popular word here is often approached as something that we have to work for it. We have to aim for healing. There's this sense of like chasing after it, whatever it is. A feeling like we need to learn everything there is to learn or try every healing modality or force ourselves to be with every fear or to do every course. And it can, when you sense into the energy behind this beautiful intention, it can often feel like fear. It can feel like I'm not enough as I am. And so I need to do, I need to try, I need to seek, 
I need to learn, I need to do, 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 do all of these things to be enough. And I can only ever speak to my own experience because I've definitely been down this path myself. And at the same time, I wouldn't be where I am without being where I was. And there's nothing inherently wrong with this way of relating to being alive and being a human. But to me, it didn't feel good. And for most of the time, I didn't even realize that it didn't feel good. And I didn't even realize that I was completely leaving myself in the name of searching for myself. What I've experienced in these last maybe six to eight months is that growth isn't something that we have to try to do. Healing isn't something that we have to seek out. Evolution isn't something that we can manufacture. It's really so much more of a surrender. Life will always present us with whatever is needed for our natural growth in our natural timing in a way that is sustainable, in a way that doesn't blow us out, in a way that doesn't ask us to meet parts of ourselves that we don't have the capacity to meet. And so I think for me, a much more healthy approach to take is if you were to look around at your life right now and explore the possibility um, that there is something inviting you into it, that there is something trying to take you by the hand, it's trying to hold up a mirror to you, it's tapping you on the shoulder and saying, look here, whether you want to see it or not, or Maybe it can just feel like there's something annoying me. Something doesn't feel right. What feels too small? What am I avoiding? We can be really sneaky humans sometimes and be completely avoiding what we're being presented with by looking for or engaging with artificial healing. If life is presenting us with or inviting us to be, just as an example, we're being asked to be to to allow ourselves to be into deeper intimacy within a partnership, for example. And it's scary to us. We don't want to go there. We don't want to face it. We can instead, in the name of hashtag healing, find ourselves seeking out a channeling course or a money mindset book or a past life regression. Anything that means we don't have to engage with this tapping on the shoulder that's saying, no, your greatest healing right now is by surrendering and being vulnerable in intimacy within this partnership that's here. As an example, we don't need to look for healing. Presence will take us there. Engaging with our reality as it is will take us there. And I think that a really important piece is when we're committed to ourselves, to the vaster energy that we were exploring earlier and calling creation, when we're committed to reality, when we're devoted to being with what is ours, when we're engaging with the voice from within that is always calling you into deeper intimacy with yourself, we're taken exactly where we need to be. And it's within being where we need to be We consequently, without seeking or trying or pushing or efforting, we move into this natural state, which is 
change, evolution, growth, and healing, all of the things that we were trying to get to before. For me, this journey has been so much, so much about coming back into my body and cultivating safety in a way that I don't think I ever had access to. I remember um, about two years ago, I did this really cool meditation and it was created with the intention of journeying into your future and getting whispers and guidance from a future self. And I remember doing this and being taken into this beautiful like scenario and experience with my beautiful now husband in Italy. Um, and it wasn't significant that I was with him or that we were in Italy, but what really blew my mind throughout this experience, like really left a mark on me, was this feeling of being inside of my body. I had no idea that I was so disconnected and so far away from myself. I had no idea how unsafe I felt just being me, just being a human in the world, because that state of being was all I knew. And experiencing that in this meditation was one of the best feelings I have ever felt. (laughs) Just being in my body, really, really being and I remember the next day trying so hard to feel it again but it was impossible I was just so far away from myself and it's now two years later I think and I feel like I'm here I feel like I'm living that experience that meant so much to me I'm here in this body and I'm safe in this body And it was only when I became aware of myself, leaving myself in the name of growth and healing, searching for growth and healing, that I was able to sink into what was actually for me. Once I surrendered to that vaster self, to creation, to reality, to what was trying to get my attention, only then was I introduced to people in my town that could support my body. I was introduced to learning about the nervous system, to learning more about psychology, development, and the coping mechanisms that we create for ourselves to survive. It was only once I surrendered to what reality was presenting me with that I was able to come into this deeper and more nourishing and real relationship with myself and simultaneously meet people and teachers and read things in my life that have been so profound. For me, I was searching everywhere. I was searching outside of myself. I was looking for modalities that had nothing to do with what I needed. I was running away from what life was trying to present me with in the name of growth, in the way that I saw other people doing it. And these other modalities that I was searching for or engaging with, they might be perfect for someone else. They might be exactly what they need. But me, I needed grounding. I needed somatic support. I needed to develop tools to bring me back down to reality rather than floating up into those upper chakras, which again, 
that might be the most supportive thing for someone else. But I have always been super open up up top and super disconnected down below. I needed to come down. If I didn't let go of seeking outside of myself, I wouldn't know any of this. I wouldn't have been able to see the invitations and the gifts that were waiting for me in my present reality if I kept looking everywhere else in the name of spirituality. Our beings are, I believe, always in a state of becoming whole or more accurately returning to wholeness. We come from wholeness and I feel that this entire human journey is just this path of returning to that wholeness. But the incredible intelligence that is us that is you, means that you don't need to seek out this journey to wholeness. It's surrender. There is a part of us that knows the exact frequency, the exact magic, the exact rememberings, the exact words, the exact experiences that are next on our path back to wholeness. And 99% of the time that step doesn't come from the mind or what we think we need or what other people are doing or what we've been told it should look like. It comes from surrender. And it comes from being present with what life, with what soul, with what God is trying to show us, is trying to present us with. I had an, I had entirely different notes for this episode. I was going to talk about creation and then authenticity and then healthy separation and the insights within resistance. But this is creation, right? It's that letting go of what we were clinging to or what we had thought is right or next um, and letting the moment live through us. And that's, that's what's so incredible about living with a devotion to creation, that creation that we were talking about earlier. It takes you beyond how good you thought it could be. It takes you into completely different directions. It takes you into such deeper fulfillment that you could have gotten by going down the path you thought was right for you. At the same time, I think that we can actually talk a little bit about those topics because they kind of come into, they come into it here. Because the space of true, surrendered, moment-to-moment creation, like that beautiful flow state where you feel life moving through you, I really do think we get to experience more and more of that. The more and more we are clearing our fields, clearing our minds and our bodies of outside influence, of the noise of the world, to the point where We don't know where we stop and the collective starts. Or for those who are really visual with energy, if you look into someone's field and it's just like there's them in the center, but then there's their parents and they're hanging hanging out too. There's 10 people from the grocery store. There's a teacher or a healer in there as well. There's a best friend from primary school and their boyfriend from high school. And all of these influences are um, informing who they're being in this moment and all of this is normal 
because we're living like we're humans, we're living in community and we're a collective and we're all living together on this beautiful blue earth. This is normal. However, what can be overwhelming and in my opinion damaging is when we're so stuffed with energy that is not ours, that we have no access to our own, that it begins informing us instead of us informing us. Or when we're overriding our own intelligence with all of that external noise, when our minds are so full that we can't discern what our perspectives and thoughts are and what are someone else's, we can't discern if this idea or this desire was born from our unique path and creation that's calling our names versus what we're bombarded with online or in the media or Netflix of how things should be how things should look, what makes you valuable. This is why um, anyone who's in the membership, you'll know that I've been adding grounding, clearing and recalling practices at the beginning of almost everything I create because the more we're able to discern what is us and what is not, the more we're able to clear the people, ideas or anything in your field that isn't you, the more you have access to you. The more information you have to make informed decisions about what is right for you, the more you have access to your magic, to your path, to your authentic truth moment to moment and to your guidance, to creation moving through you. This is where you get more access to those beautiful states of flow, where you have access to the moment which is again where we are presented with what is for us with what could be most healing for us, with what we need, with what is on our journey back to wholeness. There's so much what we could explore here with this, but I feel like I've said a lot um, and I've said enough. (laughs) And this just means we have more for later episodes, which is awesome. So I just want to finish up with some behind the scenes bonus um, peek into the membership this month because March really stretched me in the creation of what's on offer. And that was my request. My prayer for the last half of February was, let me become and therefore express the most aligned, supportive, nurturing and needed creations for our month of March for our members. So it stretched me and This is where a lot of the first half of this podcast episode came from, that experience of being stretched or more so the clear awareness of an experience that has been going on for a long time and I think is etched into like every corner of reality as a human being. So this month in our Flow with the Moon membership, to match the incredible, transformative, and rich energy that is March, we have some really beautiful things going on. Next week is the Virgo full moon. And Deloche, who is an incredible and deeply knowledgeable healer and reader that so many of you already know and have worked with, Deloche has created a workshop on the chakras, as well as different healing journeys for you to play with your own experience of connecting with your chakras and feeling into and playing with your own aura and taking it on and making it your own. She's really filled this offering with so much that it is overflowing at this point and it is just this beautiful embodiment of giving. 
Then on the 11th, we have our live astrology class with Isa, and it is a deep dive into the elements, which I think is really supportive and insightful. The elements within astrology live within us all um, fire, air, earth, water, and we're engaging with them in every experience that we have. And so to bring them into our awareness and to start to work with them on purpose is a really powerful thing to see when we desire to call on more fire for the sake of inspiration and movement or when we need more earth to ground us into reality and to take really impactful steps in our bodies. And then of course, for the equinox, I created this journey that was born from this visual that I often get when engaging in energy play and meditation. And so it was so much fun to bring it to life in this journey, um, which is infused with the intention and space for your natural becoming and your natural blooming. The equinox is a day of sacred transition. And just like the moon and the planets pull us into change and new beginnings, as does the earth, the earth that is embedded into like the cells of our being we are one with her and this journey is really created to honor the transition that is taking place within us as the earth moves through her own and lastly for the aries new moon of course i had to create something exciting for the aries new moon being an aries myself it's called a path of purpose and it feels really powerful and i hope that it can be received that way so if you would like to join us, I will leave the link to our Flow of the Moon membership in the, in the show notes. And I just want to finish with another thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for feeling as if the words that I have to share are worth your time and your energy and are what you allow into your mind and into your space. I honor that taking in someone else's insights even if there's a natural resonance, is a really, really sacred privilege. And I'm so grateful for it. I, more than I think I know how to express with words. So I hope you have the most beautiful month ahead, week ahead, day ahead. And I really do send deep, deep love and appreciation for all that you are. <laughs>